Hi, welcome to TechCast, LTA's official channel for podcast and videocast. Uh, so we have Anil Pandey today uh, to talk about Industry 4.0. Uh, hi, Anil. Hi, welcome Parikta. to the channel. Thanks for having me here. Great to have you. Okay. So, Anil, uh, what is the Industry 4.0 the world is talking about? So, Industry 4.0 is the most talked about thing nowadays. Uh, it starts with you know convergence of physical and digital. You know mm-hmm. uh, that was the fundamental ideology behind how do we convert physical and digital together. Uh, the challenges you know the world was facing was when it was product, plant, and aftermarket to be integrated. The challenges were manifold across. Uh, products were uh, getting redesigned. Mm-hmm. Um, the processes were not nimble. Uh, plant needed modernization and all of these things needed you know uh, some technology to come in and solve it for them right so that they are able to uh, reduce the cycle time of production uh, speed to market would increase uh, so that's how you know industry 4.0 came into existence and so bringing in new experience uh, connecting all of those services and uh, going near the point of sale to capture all the customer input that will affect the quality and design of the product, uh, assembling this together is basically Industry 4.0. So why there is a need for this transformation? So if you really see market is forcing now that uh, uh, you produce something which will give new experience to the customer. Right. That means change in design. That will mean that uh, there is a shorter cycle time for rolling out products in the market. Absolutely. Now, you may not be geared up with all your plant and machinery of that kind. The plant needs modernization. And usually the modernization will happen by replacing the plant and machinery. It's a huge capital investment. Hmm. Uh, There's a lot of cost involved in this. And the time to do all of these things would mean that uh, there is a production downtime, the time to market will increase and uh, new products will take longer uh, cycle time to come to the market. So what it needed was that you do modernization by use of some technologies available uh, at your disposal, mm-hmm. which would uh, not let you replace, uh, but still solve it and uh, rather give uh, a faster uh, turnaround and you know, capabilities to do the same thing in a better way. Um, right. Yeah. And then eventually, if the products are changing so mm. often, mm. Uh, you would not be able to change your plant and machinery so often. Because the cost of product versus the cost of plant and machinery, there's a huge gap. For there producing, is. Yeah, something worth one million, you would be using uh, billions for the plant and machinery. So you can't be so agile at your plant and machinery level as you could be with your product. So. The new ways of modernizing the plant was that uh, you use all of the disruptive technologies uh, uh, to do the same thing in a better way. Mm. Uh, at the plant level, uh, the machineries, assets are supplied by multiple OEM mm. and they take care of their own uh, requirement. Mm. The products will go through their own licensing mode, uh, the support etc. will be limited to their design. There are protocols of communications and standards followed by all of these OEMs are different. 
Yeah. There is a need to do normalization of all those protocols, mm. and the standards need to be inter interoperable. Mm. Uh, no OEM would take this journey mm. in their hand because they cannot do it. Mm. So there is an opportunity for all the I four point zero service providers to really uh, provide something uh, in this space that can normalize all the protocols, make things interoperable, bring up you know the, some standardization, a common application framework in such a way that you are able to create create a digital plant platform mm. and where all of the disparate systems you know supplied by multiple OEMs they can work together and still exchange information uh, for the benefit of the uh, business right uh, through which the CXOs can really uh, uh, take control and make business decisions and make the whole process uh, simpler and faster oh great that's wonderful yeah. yeah so what are the enablers in this transformation journey so fundamentally, they say that you know if you make uh, things autonomous, hmm. so uh, uh, th things will start happening. But you know, having said that, what will it need to do? So robotics and control, command center approach. You know, basically, it starts with the operation control, then it goes into production control. Hmm. But really, what you need is uh, is a digital uh, command and control center. Hmm. You know? hmm. And eventually, if you do it at one plant, then you know and roll it out to the other plant, eventually you, you can control the entire enterprise. That's when it becomes the enterprise uh, command center. Uh, and then there is a need for the horizontal and vertical integration, uh, which is actually the plant digital platform. Okay. And uh, also, uh, you know, uh, the industry needs simulation, you know, before they really actually produce something. Right. So if right. you can simulate the product processes before they go into production, if you can simulate the experience itself, uh, uh, it, uh, the rejections will be low hmm. and the quality will be very high. Uh, and the fundamentally, the three C's of you know connected product, connected processes, connected services hmm. is the, you know this is the fundamental enabler. You know if you can connect all of these things, you will get all the data for your decision making, and your oh. organization can become then data driven. Data driven, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the other thing uh, uh, that is needed is the collaboration and crowdsourcing platform. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you make all your ecosystem work together? Mm. And uh, obviously, adoption of new technologies like three D printing. Uh, which is additive manufacturing, you know, would yeah. help it because uh, when things are getting obsolete and outdated, you know, mm. uh, faster, uh, how do you support your old products which are there in the market? So mm. that's where you'll need the additive manufacturing and 3D printing. And uh, and if you can create a marketplace, I think you're solving it. Oh, I see. Yeah. So what are the recent top technology interventions uh, in this space, uh, especially invoking customer uh, interest and engagement? So all that I said was, you know, uh, uh, the autonomous things, you know, would hmm. be digital twin is one such technology. Yeah. Can you, you know, elaborate it? more on digital twin? Yeah, so sounds very exciting. Kind. Yeah. Sorry. It's of two kinds. One is physical digital and the other is digital digital. And the hmm. physical digital is where uh, uh, there is a replica of the physical in hmm. the virtual world. And whatever happens at a physical level is also getting replicated at the digital level. So you would know sitting remotely that your... Uh, actual physical asset plant and machinery is operating at this level and if there are some alerts if there are some notification there are some problem you would know in the virtual arena and you'll be able to take decisions based on that you can do a lot of analysis because the all the inputs at the real time level is available in your virtual world oh, that's pretty uh, real time that's cool yeah. yeah and then use of the augmented reality virtual reality mm. mixed reality you know mm. this is 
new adoption of technology. Mm. I said about 3D printing, additive manufacturing. Yes. Yeah. And but when you really go to execute all of these things, the connectivity and security becomes uh, the paramount. It's uh, it's very important that you uh, include the right security, right yeah. communication protocol in your design. So the latest is uh, 5G after 4G, mm. the narrowband IoT, uh, LTE, uh, LoRaWAN, you know, was there for a long time, but then the newer technologies are coming, which where there are mesh networks to solve all of these things. Yes. Uh, the obviously cloud, cyber security, edge computing, and, and analytics at edge level, uh, connection at the edge level, decision making, pre-processing, oh. without sending data at the cloud, you know, to be able to solve it at the edge level, mm. is all, you know, uh, that's actually enabling this uh, whole industry 4.0 mm. journey. So just extending this question a bit, uh, so uh, how is this transformation redefining customer engagement in the new light and what are the commercial models that uh, we will get to see? Yeah, so um, so as I said, you know, product, plant, and aftermarket, you know, the engagement will have to be happening at these levels. You know? mm -hmm. At the product level, customer engages with the product you know, and passes on the experience. If there is a means to connect with your customer through your point of sale or directly with the customer, uh, the product is used by the customer. So mm. as the use of the product will should be able to capture the feedback. And right. that will become a quality input. And then connecting the plant, there are a lot of processes which need to be automated. So if the uh, processes are connected, the plant is connected. Mm. Yeah. So uh, and then is after sale. So at the point of sale, mm. the customer will give you feedback. Mm. There is a, a lot of feedback that will go into the R&D center, where the designers will look at you know why this experience is not coming through, which was intended. Right. Absolutely. And yeah. So if the experience is failing to to deliver, uh, then the design can take care of it. You know? So one is this engagement, you know, which mm. is going to drive this big change in the mm. uh, consumer behavior. And um, this is imperating few things uh, at the production level. But if you don't take care of this, somebody else is doing it. And then you lose that market because the market is that of experience today. Indeed. Uh, and, and yeah, and not of, not and not of product actually. The product is now being defined as an experience now. It is. It is. Yeah. 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 And the other commercial model, mm. uh, I think um, uh, HFS has actually uh, started this few years back mm. uh, as a service economy, uh, where uh, if, if anything as a service, you know, would really uh, determine, you know, uh, the price of it. The, it will reduce the price in uh, bring in differentiation, give the experience. So product as a service is one thing. Manufacturing as a service is another thing which is uh, uh, going to really uh, bring a big change. It's going to affect this contract manufacturing in a very mm. big way. Mm. Uh, is because uh, if the business can control all that their subcontractors are doing, they will be able to subcontract a lot of work. If they can uh, control the process, quality, and, and the delivery. Uh, at the time when they need, when the customer needs, I think uh, it would have solved uh, a lot of problems for lot. the manufacturers. So big manufacturers will go to manufacturing as a service sooner. Mm. New things like car as a service, you know, mm. would also, they, you will manufacture a product not to sell it to an end customer, but to provide it as a service, yeah. uh, fleet as a service, etc. Yeah. So those are the new, you know, economic and commercial models emerging. Great. So any concluding com uh, comments from you? So I would say uh, uh, 
saying is easier but mm. you know when you go to really do it uh, you will see that you can't do it do everything on your own mm. you need multiple hands you know and then uh, knowledge is powerful when it is shared right and and when the sharing is happening collaboration is happening people coming together it needs a big ecosystem to deliver it, a lot of startups alliances partners will have to really come on a single platform so i would say marketplace as a concept is you know will will catch up everybody will create a marketplace and where their ecosystem can come co innovate and co develop uh, they can also crowdsource in their own ecosystem yes. is that connected ecosystem that's the last thing i would say yeah. the connected ecosystem will make this happen yeah, it will and evolve one, with time yeah. yeah it will evolve with time and it will re- redefine things you know as we go further it's not defined as a blueprint but then obviously mm. it's all emerging that is how i would say you know industry 4.0 should uh, should go further from here it's very exciting all of us are it is. Yeah. watching yeah Thank great uh, wonderful insights anil uh, great to have you Thanks a lot for your time, and we will catch up with you soon. Thank you, Pajita. Pleasure being with you. Great, Thanks. great. So, for more, stay tuned.